Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would like to personally welcome you to Man Hour at the Dark. Say that thing. Why bring you the host, Mike, Buck, and Cone? You know we're coming to the list. Sports Talk, then what you about to hear right here? I second that. Go. You know that that's us when we talking about sports. Giving you facts on the field to the core. Tune in, we need the support. One hour too short, still listen some more. On all your station, not dropping no music. Starts like Adidas, but Nike just do it. Down four in the fourth, we go for the win. Michael, two seconds, we taking it in. Buck, Mike, and Combs, you know what's going on. Man, now we're at the dark. No LA, we the big spark. No fourth and inches, won't cut short. Got the best talk in this all sports. Buzzing more than buzz beaters. We coming live off three speakers. Go. And what is up, Man Hour Nation? Michael Buckcaster here with the Man Hour. Be sure to head over to manhourradio.com and check out the merchandise page. It is live. It is raw. It is uncut sports talk here tonight. But we do got a, a discount code for you guys tonight. Discount code promo sunset t- saves you 10% off at manhourradio.com when you go to the merchandise page. The website is currently getting reamped, so hopefully by tomorrow is looking nice, it's looking fresh, it's looking a little bit of oh mama me, all right. But guys, we do got some great things lined up for tonight. Mr. Graham Wallace himself at Bus Wallace on the Twitter machine will be joining us here with his weekly NFL power rankings. So hashtag NFL power rankings for you guys that are all listening here at YouTube Top forward slash man hour. If you not have done so already, guys. Hit that like button and also hit that subscribe button along with the bell icon as we do upload clips each and every day here at Man Hour Nation right here on YouTube.com forward slash Man Hour. If you're going to miss any part of the show whatsoever, we can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, iHeartRadio. But without further ado, it is time to get into arguably the biggest controversy that has been happening in the sports world since, uh, you know, since the uh, Kansas City Chiefs lost the Super Bowl a couple years ago. No, like like last year. But I digress But I, I, I digress on that. I want to speak on the whole Washington football scandal, the leaked emails, and all that stuff that has been happening. So, basically, if you guys have not heard, Roger Goodell has kind of put the whole kibosh of releasing anything within the Washington football team organization. But attorneys uh, for former Washington football employees basically said, you know what, this this stuff needs to be out in the open. It, 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 we need to release these findings. So the question that I'm going to propose to you uh, in the football world, Alpha Rob, what's up, man? Big shout out to you. I, I want to ask you guys this question. How is it okay to leak, release, or whatever happened with the John Gruden emails. What, oh, it, was, it was over like 20,000 emails standing back 10, 15 years, right? But yet they don't want to release anything else that is happening. And, uh, and, and you know, they, 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 they found everything that they needed to find within like 24 hours. What in God's green gracious earth is going on 
over there in Washington. Roger Goodell in the NFL wants to sweep under the rug. I mean, we, I mean, we already know that Daniel Snyder does cocaine off of hookers' butts. He makes his cheerleaders pose naked, naked form, and he has parties with meth and uh, marijuana and everything else like on cruise ships. What could be so bad right now that they do not want to release? So the attorneys for former employees, you know, uh, for the uh, – Obviously, the cheerleaders and there are some like other secretaries and to that effect, they basically say, hey, release what is out there. So we have uh, basically it seems like they want a leg to stand on, you know, when they go out to for these millions of dollars. So basically in a two page letter to Roger Goodell, Lisa Banks and Deborah Kratz uh, stated that their clients, they represent over 40 women who made allegations of sexual har harassment while working for the Washington football team wanted only protection. Uh, they want to release the findings. The later said, stated, and I quote here, while many who came forward fear retaliation by Daniel Snyder and therefore re requested that their names be kept confidential, they never envisioned that all their efforts and, and the efforts of Beth Wilkinson and her team would result in no written report or findings and no real accountability for Daniel Snyder or the Washington foot football team. Had they known this, they have, would have not participated in all the findings. So basically what it sounds like to me is these 40-plus women want a little bit of limelight. That's kind of what it comes down to, and they want, you know, more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, without being so... I guess sexist, right? Uh, air quotes. They're very, very strong. Air like, like air quotes. They want to sell their 10 minutes of fame to 60 minutes, 2020 and get their story heard. Uh, but, uh, Beth Wilkins also, also provided a verbal report to the NFL on her refinings. So Beth Wilkins was the attorney or the investigator that that was in there digging through all these emails and all these stuff and, and, and like whatnot. And, and, and like she said, there were there were 150 people interviewed during the investigation. The NFL fined Washington $10 million for a toxic workplace culture. Snyder said at the time that he would step aside from day-to-day -day operations of the fan uh, of the franchise in favor of his wife, Tanya. So basically what it comes down to is John Gruden got thrown onto the bus. He got screwed 100%. He got bent over, butt ran with no lube, and then they didn't even buy him dinner and the NFL and Roger and Roger Goodell didn't quite see the backlash that maybe that they wanted from uh from John Gruden firing and like all that stuff so they're kind of just like you know what let's just sweep all this the rest of the stuff under the rug what is the real big deal you know let's just kind of hush hush nothing nothing ever happened that's kind of what I'm taking from all of this 100% and quite frankly John Gruden did get railroad and like as like as that's what Alpha Rob says, uh, and I do agree to it to to an extent. He shouldn't have said what he said, but but also at the same time, probably other people should have been railroaded too. So it makes me really question what is in that report, or if there's anything you know, because usually Roger Goodell is kind of of a stand up guy, maybe per se, but at the same time, maybe it's so it's so bad that. <laughs> the Washington football team probably shouldn't even be in the NFL 
anymore. But we digress on that a little bit. So, guys, we are live, raw, and uncut right here at youtube.com forward slash man hour. There is a poll going on uh, here on the man hour. And the poll is basically, it's cut. It's, it is cut and dry. Who wins the Thursday night game, the Arizona Cardinals or the Green Bay Packers? So, they will tell you how to vote there on the uh on the chat at youtube.com forward slash man hour. So guys, be sure to hit that like button and show us with a couple friends as well because we are doing a giveaway as well. So before we get into the Arizona Cardinals and how many games they will lose this season, which I think is going to be a lot, let me address this comment that Alpha Rob just came up with here. He says, but what he said was is how men talk with each other. Me and my friends use those words all the time. Yeah, so there is... A different of, Rob, there there is a difference way that you and me will talk. Like if we're having a few beers, which which you know I'm having a few brewskis tonight, loosening it up and having a great time. But there's also we don't exchange those words during email either because we know exactly what is going to happen. You know, let's say somehow, some way, I get up to the level of Joe Rogan, right? Everything that I said from now until then, somehow it is going to be recorded and people are going to come back and be like, hey, do you remember what at Man Hour Buck said, uh, you know, in 2021 on October 27th at 9 at at 8.09 p.m. East Coast Coast time? He said that Roger Goodell was a sexist. You know, it just and and all the words will always get 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 twisted. So. There is a difference between doing it between emails and as like gathered around a campfire having drinks because I feel like an email is more of a formal proposal, right? So when you write an email, first of all, you have to think about the words, you have to put them out, and then you read them, and then you you usually you proofread your email, and then you push send. So there's four there's four opportunities for you to say, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe this might come back and bite me in the butt. What if somebody else saw this email? I mean, granted, we don't think about that when we're chatting with our friends via email or Skype or anything to that effect. But subconsciously, there are four times that you have an opportunity to push the delete button or not send that opportunity. So as you can say, yes, John Gruden did get railroaded, which I do agree. At the same time, he... He knows better. John Gruden taught a class with um, Herm Edwards, social media etiquette to rookie players coming into the NFL. He knows how this system works. So do I feel bad? Yes. Do I feel bad? No. So yes and no, I feel bad. But at the same time, it is what it is. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders seem to be doing just fine without John Gruden. And guess what? John Gruden still owns a stake in the company. He's still getting his $100 million or whatever he was owed, uh, you know, over the 10 years. And probably next year, I bet you he's back in the midnight NFL booth. Just Just putting it out there. But guys, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and try out this new view here. Let me know if you if you guys can hear me or like I like or not. But I need to stand up and stretch my legs a little bit. Get a little bit of wonky wonky here. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. We will work on the stand up view. I, I I I'm not feeling it right now. I'm 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 not feeling it. 
that's all me. Let me lower let me lower my chair. Down, down, down. There we go. All right, so like I said, guys, we do have NFL power rankings coming up tonight with Graham Wallace at Bus Wallace on the Twitter machine. If you're not following him, you should. You should also be following me as well, manhour underscore buck on Twitter. And, of course, you can follow manhour at man underscore hour underscore radio all on Twitter. We're active over there. Tory Combs, and Wyatt are on there as well. Combs and Soup Boss, we will not have spilled soup tonight because uh, Combs likes to tell Soup Boss false information about how we're not having a show tonight. Uh, they're just not doing a live reaction to, to tonight. So big shout out to those to those those guys last night. They were live streamed for like five hours during the game. So huge shout out to them. But it is time to talk about the best team in the NFL, right? Or is it the worst team? Uh, let me figure out some clickbait title to click here just so people can get pissed off, right? But we are going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Currently, they are 7-0, and they play tomorrow night versus the Green Bay Packers. So many people want to put this 17-0 mark on the Arizona Cardinals. And guess what, guys? That's not going to happen. The Arizona Cardinals are a highly overrated team. Their run defense is not very good. Their 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 defense as as a whole has been playing well as playing good, right? But at the same time, they really haven't played too many players or or too many good teams. Just they played the Titans at the time. Uh, were not very good. But let's just be flat honest. The Titans were not very good week one. Now they are. So you cannot really chalk that game up to anyway. The Vikings they're not they're they're not a good good team. They're 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 a three to four win team tops. This season, Jaguars are terrible. Yes, the Rams were clicking on all cylinders at the time. They were high flying, and you guys tell them to do two twenty points. Congratulations. The 49ers, uh, I believe that's when their injuries started to add up on them. But it's still a divisional game. You guys got that as well. But then you played a hurt Browns team, and the Texans just flat out suck. So you guys played two good games out of your last seven. So with that being said, I've been bombarded in the chats. I, I I wasn't even on the show. It was Soup Boss and Combs, but you guys are attacking me like I just because I put a title on there. You guys are like, oh, oh, watch out, watch out, watch out. So guys, I'm telling you right now, the Arizona Cardinals are highly overrated team. This is coming out of Buck Nasty's mouth at Manhour underscore Buck. So at me on the Twitter machine if you want to do that. But I see at least. Five to six losses on the Arizona Cardinals moving forward. So with that being said, let's go ahead and look at their schedule moving forward. I actually have them losing tomorrow tomorrow night. So we will preview that game moving up, but they will lose tomorrow night versus the Green Bay Packers. Then they travel to uh, a Levi Stadium, which is the old Candlelight Stadium or, or Candlelit Stadium, whatever it is. I think they lose that game too. They lose two games in a row before they're getting back on track versus the Carolina Panthers. But then they travel to the Seattle Seahawks, the home of the 12th, 12th man. Russell Wilson is slated to be back that game. He's going to be clicking on all cylinders. He's going to be hyped. You guys are going to lose that game. Right there's three losses. Packers, 49ers, Seahawks right off the bat. Then you're going to lose to the Rams. That's, that's a Monday night game. And it would not surprise me one bit if you guys dropped to the Dallas Cowboys, the Colts, and the Lions moving forward. So the, the Lions are a sneaky, good, bad team, if that makes sense. They are the best 0-7 team I have ever seen in my life. 
talking with Luke G last night on 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 his weekly Tuesday se- segment. He got me kind of being a, a more of a, a believer back into the Lions after I put the hex on hex on them. Yes, yes, I can be swayed, but right now, guys, I see a minimum of five losses for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward, and that is just the way it is. You guys are highly overrated. Kyler Murray is playing at an MVP level right, right, right now, yes, but he will come back down to reality once the defense starting to come together. Once his butthole starts to pucker, once he has to play behind from behind a little bit, we will we will see what the true quarterback he really is. Uh, so let me address this comment here. Uh, he Galfer Rob says that's what I was saying. I'm not buying into the cards defense. So. Alpha Rob, you are correct. You are not buying into the Cards defense because they they are good on paper. They have J.J. Watt. They have Chandler Jones. The list goes on and on and on and on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But with that being said, they are going to get exposed on Thursday night versus the Green Bay Packers. J.J. Watt is out. He is out with the shoulder injury. I got I don't know what the shoulder injury is, if it's a torn labrum like, like, like Baker, if it just popped out or if it just hurts. But either way, he is out for Thursday night. And, of course, the Green Bay Packers' whole receiver core is out as well. So what do you do when all your receiving core cores out? You run the damn ball. What is the weakness of the the Arizona Cardinals? The run defense. So we are going to see the Arizona Cardinals get exposed on Thursday with their crap run defense. Uh, let me let me step back. Not crap, just not great. They are probably still a top 14, 13 run-stopping defense in the NFL, but they are not very good run-stopping defense. Hell, the Kansas City Chiefs might be better than them. I'm I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally trolling right there, but the defense will get exposed 100%. So, Rock, big shout-out to Rock Boyd last night. He won some gifts over there during the uh, Major League World Series live reaction show with Combs and Soup, Soup Boss. I, th- I think he won a won a won a autographed Nolan Ryan baseball. So big shout out to to him. But he says Kyler Murray has too many weapons. Yes, Kyler Murray does have a lot of weapons. What they have, uh, they they have AJ Green. They have uh, who? I mean, I mean, let me let me pull it up here. I mean, they have a plethora of wide receivers that they can go to, right? Uh, they have DeAndre Hopkins, which is questionable for Thursday. They have Rondell Moore, a Southern Indiana guy. You know, he actually went to New Albany High School. Uh, I mean, they have Zach Hurts now, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, Andy Isabella. That, that Like, I, I even forgot he was on there. Of course, they have Chase Edmonds and James Conner running the ball. They have tons of offensive weapons, but you guys know who else has tons of offensive weapons as well? The Kansas City Chiefs, do you know why they're not performing right now? Because the defense has been exposed. The defense, the p- people know how to beat the defense. 
And when you have to play from behind consistently, Chase Edmonds and James Conner no longer becomes that factor, right? Rondo Moore in the open field, you know, a short intermediate passing round no longer becomes effective. You are going to be uh, uh, pushing the ball down the field to AJ Green and D and like D hop looking for those big chunky yards over and over and over. Then you start playing too high safety, just like what teams are doing against the Kansas City Chiefs, and you get it get exposed. It's just it, that is unfortunately, guys. When I say this, I'm going to get ridiculed 100 because I know it. Uh, uh, I I compared the Cardinals to the Steelers last year. Yes, the Steelers defense was definitely carrying that team, and the Cardinals defense is not carrying them. Kyler Murray is carrying them, but Kyler Murray always seems to find some type of injury during the season, whether it's a sprained ankle, it's a sore back, or whatever, right? I don't think he is going to finish the 17-game season just because of the way he plays. He plays at a very mobile mobile quarterback-ish way. Yes, he runs the ball a lot. He takes a lot of big hits, but he also stays in the pocket too, but he always gets hurt somehow, some way. And when Kyler Murray misses that game, or two games for him, a sprained ankle or a concussion or whatever he is going to get because he is going to get an injury, that is when the Arizona Cardinals go down, down, down. So, guys, face it. They are going to get five to six losses the rest of this season. So, Rock, I see that you are voting in the uh, poll here. Make sure you put hash or explanation point hashtag vote space and then the uh, uh, name there. So, I actually wanted to run a test to see if just like the hashtag vote and then uh, would 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 work. So let me put that in just just to see if it worked. Uh, no, it did not. So you have to put exclamation point hashtag vote and space and then a name. So I will turn it back to the old ways here in a little bit. Let me jump into the comments here before my man Graham Wallace jumps on the air to uh, with us tonight. Talk the NFL power rankings here. Uh, Alpha Rob says, "Where is the game being played at? It is being played at." Lambeau West, which is classified as Arizona. So they will be playing in Glendale, Arizona, right at, at that uh, field. I, I don't know the name of the field off the top of my head. Uh, Rock also says, I don't see the Green Bay Packers stopping them. I don't see the Green Bay Packers stopping, stopping them either, but I see them containing them. I see them putting in a lot of positions, and the Green Bay Packers are going to shorten the game. So... This is how I think that the Green Bay Packers can win this game. Is yes, they're they're out uh, 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 Adams. Yes, they're out Lazard, and they're I think they're out another receiver as like as well. Uh, so, but they're for sure out two key components of the receiving core. Randall Cobb is going to probably end up being their being their number one guy. How the Packers can win this game is they're going to run the ball. Because the Cardinals' run defense is not great. They're going to shorten the game. We're looking at 15, 16, 17 plays a pop per series. And it would not surprise me if this is a 10 to 7, 17 to 10 type of score because the game is going to be so compacted and so short because of everything that is happening with the COVID and the Packers. Uh, so. When you guys say that you don't see the Packers stopping them, the Packers are only going to have to stop the Arizona Cardinals one time because I don't I don't see 
the Arizona Cardinals defense as a whole consistently stopping Aaron Rodgers. So let me take that back. They have to stop him twice. They have to stop him opening drive and then the last drive of the game, and the Green Bay Packers will win this game. So on hindsight, I got the I do have the Packers winning. So I put hashtag vote Packers in the chat here, and I have the Packers winning 17 to 10 as the final score. Kyler Murray does not score a touchdown. The Arizona offense does not score a touchdown. They get a pick six and they take it back to the house. That's how they get their set at their seven points. I see uh, people say defense wins championships because you never know what your offense is going to do week to week to week. And this is a this is a game that the Arizona Cardinals offense just forgets to show up. I feel that they are overlooking the Green Bay Packers because everything what is happening to them right now with Adams out, Lazard out. And uh, they also said uh, Saint, uh, what's his name? Saint, Saint Pierre is going to be out as well. Uh, so, but guys, we do have Graham Wallace coming up here in about three minutes here on the man hour with his NFL week eight power rankings. We are going to take a quick little break. Let me cue up some music. So the intro or the out is nice and smooth and transitional. Good. Uh, hopefully you guys are having fun over here in the chat. I see Drew. What's going on, Drew? Drew won a lot of merchandise last night in the reaction show as well. Uh, Drew won a uh, signed Alvarez bat. He won a Fitz jersey and something else. So uh, big shout out to Combs and Soup Boss for doing the live reaction show for World Series Game 1 last night. They will be doing Game 3 through 7 moving forward tonight. Combs is sick again. So guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll be right back here on the Man Hour is going to go out to all these I use this term very very loosely air quotes let's go ahead and get that up air quotes NFL experts right many of these NFL experts say that all these NFL trades are going to happen uh, Michael Gallup to this team he can help him do this this and this and this uh, oh, guys stop it Stephen A. Smith, stop it. You are out of your mind, my man. Stephen A. Smith, you are the worst NFL analyst I've ever seen in my life. I There's a reason why Max Kellerman left first take, because you suck. You suck at life. You are terrible. But I digress on that. I, I, I don't want to attack you as a person, because I'm sure you're a great guy off of the air. You're, you're, you're just a dick boss and a don't know shit about NFL, and you always dog the Cowboys because you're just clickbait rating, right? I get it. I get it. Whatever. But stop with all this trade talk. Michael Gallup and uh, Tua and Henneke and uh, this person can help this person on this team. How many midseason trades do we see in the NFL? How many trades do we see in the NFL? Midseason trades. Very, very few, my friend. A few and far between, they say. Now, when you get cut by a team and another team picks you up, that is not the trade, my man. That is saying, hey, this person can help me. It's usually on the defensive side of the, uh, uh, the ball. Why? Because defense, you can play about five defenses. You can play cover two. You can play cover three. You can play man. You can play no. Whatever, right? Offenses are totally different part of the game. You got the West Coast offense. You got the East Coast offense. You got the South Central offense. You got the Lamar Jackson offense. You got the, RP, you got the RPO. You got interception offense that Jameis Winston wants. And then you have, who, who knows what you want to call Patrick Mahomes office. There are 32 different offenses in the NFL. So when you talk about Michael Gallup, a wide receiver, because, you know, his, his his contract is up at the end of the year. He could fit great 
uh, in Baltimore because they need a number one receiver and Michael Gallup's the number one receiver on every NFL team besides three. Uh, stop it. Stop it. That's not going to happen. Mid-season offensive trades in the NFL do not happen. If they do, it is something like an offensive lineman. It is a backup quarterback. It is a quarterback that got cut, Jacob Easton, or released, I should say, and then picked up by a different team because they have an injury happening. You are not going to see a significant player on any NFL team get traded mid-season. So all you NFL experts, stop it. Stop it with all this mid-season trade talk. It's dumb. is going to go out to all these I use this term very very loosely air quotes let's go ahead and get that up air quotes NFL experts right many of these NFL experts say that all these NFL And welcome back to the Man Hour, guys. Michael Blackheiser here with the Man Hour. Head over to manhourradio.com and check out the new merch that is dropping here. We do have the Beastie merch live, the hoodies, t-shirts, hats, all that good stuff. Of course, we have the original Man Hour logo and the new logo as well over there. And coming soon is going to be Beastie logo merch. So we're going to have the MH logo with the Beastie claw through it. It's going to look cool. I'm no graphic does designer by any means so combs is doing that and right now it looks like a 12 year old did it so we're, we're so we're, we're trying to fine-tune it a little bit but as promised every wednesday we do have mr wallace himself graham wallace at bus wallace on the old twitter machine and his weekly nfl power ranking so welcome bus wallace to the show on twitter here uh, it is always nice to talk to you because you bring common sense to your power rankings and you know sometimes things jump out at me and like wow that sucks but then you're like man that's actually really 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 good but tell the people what you really do here uh with belly up sports <laughs> yeah so uh with with all that being said uh i forgot to unmute you um so my bad on that so if you want to redo the whole spill of what you just said that would be fantastic so so people can hear you so it's my bad, guys, for people in the chat. Uh, this is Graham Wallace, guys, with Belly Up Sports. Uh, he writes for the the uh, the Blue Jays. Uh, so, re-said what you just said. My my bad, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, I started with the company in January. Uh, shortly afterwards, I kind of inquired whether they had a, a baseball, a Blue Jays baseball beat writer. They did not, which I was thrilled about. Uh, so, it was really awesome to kind of cover this season, which unfortunately came up just short of the playoffs for the Jays, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, got to know some of my uh, 
co-workers uh, with belly up appearing on different shows and things like that so that's been really fun i got into a bit of editing um actually now also writing for jay's journal which is really cool and um i've joined the, the man hour here on wednesday nights which uh has been really awesome so uh a lot of different things going on it might slow down a little bit as november approaches but uh, probably not much. I, I like to stay busy. So what you what you don't know is we do have Project XX working over here on the Man Hour, and I have yet to told any anybody what it is all about. But during our break, Graham, I will tell you what it is, and Ooh, maybe maybe we can bring you on a little bit more here on the Man Hour, so we can talk some baseball too. But cool. If you guys have not known, we did a live reaction show with Soup Boss and Combs last night, and we gave away, uh, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong, about five or six pieces of merch, and we'll be doing that again for the rest of the World Series Game 3 and Game On. So, Graham, be sure you join in on that merch. And basically, Combs is like, hey, who won 827 uh, games as a pitcher? And the answer was Nolan Ryan, like, obviously, right? And... By yeah. the bing, by the boom, Drew won a signed Nolan Ryan ball. So it's that easy. It's stupid easy, and it's and it's I a lot of fun. I gotta get in on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. definitely, definitely, man. But uh, you are here for one reason and one reason only, and that is to talk about the NFL power rankings. Week eight is upon us. It starts here in roughly twenty four hours. If you guys are listening to his live here at youtube.com forward slash man hour. And what you guys don't know is Grant puts in a lot of work on this power rankings. He he doesn't just do the top ten. He does all 32 NFL teams every week. And right now, guys, the biggest faller, which is rightfully so, comes in at number 18, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are arguably, probably, no, they are. They're, they're the worst team in the NFL right now, hands down. The, the, <laughs> the defense sucks. Fire Steve Spagnuolo. Give me a hashtag, Spire Steve, like in the chat, guys. I want to get that training. Fire Steve, Fire Steve, Fire Steve. So, can the Kansas City Chiefs write the ship at all? Oh, geez. Uh, it, it's a good question. Uh, I've been trying to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. You know, Mahomes is a great quarterback, and, and Andy Reid is, is a really good coach, and, you know, they have all these offensive weapons. But I, I think it's a... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They could probably figure it out. There's still, let's see, 10 games left in, in this new 17-game season. But they, they got to start, like, yesterday. And, um, you know, I, I think defenses are starting to figure out their offense. I think they're... You know, they're double teaming uh, Tyree Kill and they're kind of they don't really have that weapon on the other side of the field. I know they have uh, Travis Kelsey, but 
I really thought Nicole Hardman would be a bigger factor in their their receiving uh, game. The, the run game, um, sorry, the defense has been atrocious, both the run and the pass. Uh, I don't know if they're the worst team in the NFL, but they might have the worst defense. Um, so a lot of things to fix there. I don't know if they're going to figure it out. They might be able to win enough games to s- sneak into a wild card, but the AFC is really good right now. Uh, there's quite a few teams with uh, with at least five wins, yep. uh, or with five wins, I should say. So. Um, it's it's a steep road for them to travel and and they got to start playing they got to start playing a lot better and as the uh, wise man once said it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll and right now the chiefs have to play 100% every game for the next 10 weeks here in the NFL season hands down cuz otherwise see you later alligator and they'll say after a while crocodile <laughs> you but, got it uh, but you know if you guys want the full list, follow us on Twitter, man underscore hour underscore radio, and we will release the whole list tomorrow. I got caught up with work today and working with Project XX. But coming in at number 10, you do have the number one team in the AFC West, and that's not the Kansas City Chiefs, that's not the Chargers, and that's definitely not the Denver Broncos because they're a complete trash hold right now too. That's the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Really? The Raiders? The Raiders? The Raiders. The, the, the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> the Raiders. Um, they, they're 2-0 and now under new uh, interim coach at Rich Bisaccia. I'm, I'm really kind of – I kind of like saying his name. He's got a cool-sounding name. Uh, Bisaccia. <laughs> it seems like there's a better kind of uh, vibe with the team. Uh, just kind of talking to you now, I'm, I'm kind of blanking who they just beat on Sunday. Um, but Ooh. they I know – You I know, know what? They, I'm they blanking too, man. They won their second game in a row, and uh, – they did it in oh sorry uh, Eagles. They beat the Eagles, so oh, not yeah. necessarily a fearsome p- opponent. Um, but that's what you want to do. You want to beat the brakes off off the teams that that aren't good. Um, Eagles aren't good right now. It took them a while to get there uh, into the second half. That game was still competitive. But um, you know we talked about the Raiders, how they always seem to fall apart. Uh, say after week nine or so, yep. uh, they're five and two. I believe they were six and two last year. They ended they up were. finishing eight and eight. So they just need to have a, a decent kind of second half of their season, and they should be able to um be in the playoffs they might even be able to win that division i believe they're tied right now at five and two with the chargers and they also have a head-to-head loss against the chargers so um they've they've got it all in front of them they've just got to finish strong yeah uh they also do play the chargers again to uh, to end the year and the chiefs twice still and they play the broncos at broncos as well so this division is still really up for grabs but only time will tell but speaking of beat get, getting the beats the break speed off of them, I should say. The Baltimore Ravens took that ass whooping on Sunday from the Cincinnati Bengals, which you had the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, spoiler alert, in the top 10. So the Ravens yeah. do come in at nine. So are, are, are the Ravens still worthy of a top 10 pick after getting beat 41 to 17 on Sunday? It's a good question, and uh, I think you could, you know, maybe put that out there and maybe have them a, a couple of spots lower, perhaps. Um, this was the most surprising result, I think, of, of the day on Sunday. Uh, it was a pretty close game into the third quarter. Uh, Jamar Chase went crazy at that spinorama, uh, oh, long that touchdown there. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, is looking fantastic, like a franchise savior. Uh, over 400 yards rushing, uh, passing, I should say. He, he threw a bit of a gnarly interception in the end zone, but he was able to come back from that. And the defense, the defense is really showing um, a pass rush. They have already more sacks than they did last year. Um, they look like they're a legitimate team to, to be aware of in the AFC, and I, I definitely didn't see that coming. I still thought they would 
be better, but still be the worst team in that division. And they're looking like they could maybe be the best team. So uh, great job uh, by them. Yeah. So uh, let me go ahead and uh, bring this up here. Real, bring this up real quick. Alpha Rob says the Ravens are one of the most overrated teams in the league. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know if I if I agree with that. Uh, I mean, they they went to Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's not a very good team right now, but they beat them. Uh, I believe it was twenty four to ten. Uh, they sacked Ben Roethlisberger several times, and then, like we just said, uh, they just beat Baltimore by twenty four. And let's remember some of the teams that Baltimore has defeated. They just coming off a four touchdown twenty eight point uh, victory against the Chargers. Uh, they also beat well. They lost to the Raiders, but they beat the Chiefs early in the season when we still thought the Chiefs were a formidable team. Right. Um, so I think the Ravens own uh, some pretty impressive victories this season. Obviously, they uh, almost lost to Detroit, which is is a bit of a black mark against them. But you know, Tucker came up with that you know hundred yard field goal, or how long it was, sixty six yard field goal that hit the bottom of the uprights and back in. Right. Uh, I don't know if I'd call them uh, overrated. Let's be honest. Some people, they only won five games all of last season. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know if I'd call them overrated. Well, uh, well I, he is, he's, he's talking about the Ravens. The Ravens won what? Third to 13 games last year, right? Uh, he says the Ravens are overrated. Ravens are overrated. Uh, they could be. I mean, Lamar Jackson has had some great moments this season, and he's also had some pretty shaky ones. Um, I'm thinking of the Monday night game against the Colts. He somehow led them back to a victory in that game, but he had a really awful interception. He missed a touchdown pass earlier, and he also had a really bad fumble in that game. Um, Their defense looks really good at times, and other times it's not really there. Uh, Sometimes their passing attack with Hollywood Brown, uh, Rashad Bateman, and the like is looking really good, and... uh, sometimes it's it's lacking so i i would say they're inconsistent um i still have faith in this team as as, you know a top 10 kind of team but uh they got to continue showing it uh week after week because they've they haven't shown the consistency certainly yeah i mean they they i mean you definitely have faith in it faith in them losing a first round playoff game like their mo is every year but let me refer to some of these comments here rock says the ravens are playing with practice squad squad players Rock, are you a Baltimore Ravens fan or are you a Lamar Jackson fan? Because you sound like a Lamar Jackson fan right now. That's exactly what Lamar Jackson fans say. Oh, he's the greatest quarterback ever, but when they lose, he doesn't have any <laughs> weapons. He's playing with practice squad squad players, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the last time I checked, practice squad players on an NFL team are still NFL players, right? So Next man up, yeah. He still has NFL players around him, just face it. The Baltimore Ravens shit the bed on Sunday. They gave up, <laughs> what, four sacks versus the Cincinnati Bengals that, that you know, didn't even show a pass rush the previous six weeks. And then, like, I, th- I think they had four total, total sacks in six games, and they had four, four, four sacks on Sunday. But give, it, give the credit due. The Ravens are still mediocre at best. Uh, and... <laughs> Top okay. 10, no, but they will make the playoffs okay. somehow, some way, right? <laughs> so uh, coming in at number nine, let's let's see who you got coming. Or sorry, number nine was the Ravens. Number yeah. eight, you have the Buffalo Bills. Your Buffalo Bills, I might add. So there's yeah. no favoritism here. Why do you got the Bills so low? Well, I mean, I, I had them at eight uh, last week after that tough loss uh, in Tennessee. Um, so I kind of kept them where they were. I don't really like to move it, uh, teams too much on their, on their bye week. Uh, I think... I, I try to keep that uh, unless there's a bunch of teams around them that are losing or winning. Uh, sometimes they might drop or fall 
uh, sorry, or or rise a little bit. I, I really like this team still. Um, have they played a lot of good teams? Uh, no, they haven't. Um, did they kind of, you know, shit their pants against the Titans? Yeah, they kind of did. And, and you know, that was a, a bit of a questionable fourth down gamble there by Sean McDermott uh, and the coaching staff. Uh, Josh Allen wasn't able to find steady footing on the QB sneak and, and they had no chance. Simmons blew up Dawkins on, on the block and uh, came crashing through the line. So I think Sean McDermott is trying to build a culture where he trusts his players and he wants to put the ball in, in his playmakers' hands. Nine times out of ten, they probably get that first down and go on to win the ball game. But uh, they didn't this time. They're still 5-2. and two. They've had a solid first, um, almost first half of the season. They're playing the Dolphins, who they've owned over the last couple of years. I think this is a good uh, get-right game after uh, kind of being able to rest up over the last week or so. And didn't they beat them like 40-0 to like two weeks? Two weeks ago, go two or something like that, or yeah, it was. I'm trying to remember. I I think they beat Houston forty nothing, and then it was like thirty five nothing. I think they beat Miami, so they've already pitched a couple of shutouts. Yeah. And I, I think I, I pulled this out the week after, but it was like their their biggest win over Miami since 1966, and they've been playing each other those two teams for over over 56 years or whatever. Yeah, so that's uh, absolutely mind blowing, right there. Right there. Yeah. So let's let's flash back to that Titan game a little bit here. Would you have called that quarterback sneak snake there, or would you? What if you took the points and went into overtime? Gosh, that's that's a tough one, uh, Buck. I, I, all I could say is when they went when they were going for it, I was watching like this because I just had a bad feeling about yeah. it. Um, I, however, um, and I know you're going to say I'm waffling. They were not stopping the Titans. Excuse me, at all that no, evening. Uh, Derek Henry was running all over them. Ryan Tannehill actually had a pretty good game as well. He's looked better over the last couple of weeks. So um, I think I probably would have done it. I think I would have tried something a bit more sneaky than a straight ahead sneak, uh, especially, you know, like I said, Simmons coming off that line, he just blasted Dawkins and, and they had no chance. I think right. a little bit of trickeration, a bit of misdirection, uh, maybe a, some kind of QB option might've been a good play there. You know, Josh Allen is a big, strong guy. He, he get those inches uh, when he needs them. So a, a bit of a disappointing play call, disappointing result, but I still think they have a, a great, potentially a great season ahead of them. Yeah, so uh, you are saying go for the win. Sue Boss, myself, and Combs all said take the points. So, I uh, mean, uh, you definitely are, are like are not waffling like on that whatsoever. Why mm -hmm. would have definitely gave a waffle answer? So just to review our <laughs> like our like our top ten so far, you had ten, you had the Raiders, nine, you had the Baltimore Ravens, eight, you had the Buffalo Bills, and at number seven, a very surprising number seven, you do have the Cincinnati Bengals after that beatdown of the Ravens. Why? Yeah. Well, I just feel like uh, this team is 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 kind of ready. Uh, ready for the world, uh, if if you will, uh, bringing it back to some some old uh, R and B uh, type of vibes there. Um, you know, Joe Burrow ha has this team really feeling confident. He has a magical connection uh, with with Jamar Chase, and he he just seems like the the quarterback this franchise has never had. Sure, they had some good quarterbacks. You know, Ken Anderson, Boomer Esiason, uh, things like that. Andy Dalton was a solid quarterback for them for for the better part of a decade. He got to the to the playoffs three times, but. I feel like Burrow has unlocked uh, some new features with this team. They have a very good uh, receiving core led by Jamar Chase. Um, I think it's really interesting. People just killed this team for not taking an offensive lineman with their first pick. They took Chase. A lot of people thought he had bus written all over him. 
he might be the best receiver in the NFL right now. 754 receiving yards uh, through his first seven games. That's the most in NFL history. Um, so, so that's really incre- incredible. Uh, the defense has looked a lot better. They got Joe Mixon in the backfield there. So I think there's a lot of different components uh, to this team uh, that is mi- clicking at the right time. Also, their head coach, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but they've stuck with him. This is his third season now. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's really good to give it. Ch- I think he's only won seven games over his first couple of years. He's already yeah. almost at that total this year. So I think that continuity has really uh, helped this team. And they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, though, the Bengals did stick with Marvin Lewin, Marvin Lewis for many, many years at mediocrity at best. So, I mean, it, it, was, it was definitely kind of their, their their MO to give their coach a like a chance to prove, prove himself. So and Zach then, Taylor. Sorry, I just thought of it. Yeah, Zach Zach Taylor. So yeah. I, I did hear a crazy stat on Sunday night sportscast. Uh Zach Taylor played with the punter for the for the Baltimore in college at Nebraska. So that shows you like how long oh. that punter has been in the league and like how young Zach Taylor is. So just just yeah. some just some food 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 for that. So so you did have the Bengals coming in at number seven. Number six, you have possibly a team that Maybe we've slept on a little bit the first six weeks season, six weeks of the season, but the Tennessee Titans do come in at number six. Yeah, they've really made gains over the last couple of weeks. When you think about, uh, you know, beating the Bills, like we we talked a little bit about on on that Monday night a couple of weeks ago, and then you know just smashing that the, the Chiefs twenty seven to three. They they really were all over uh, Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the Chiefs offense in this game. Also. Uh, Kelsey looked uh, demonstrably frustrated uh, throughout the course of this game. Only three points allowed. Uh, I think that the defense is really starting to show uh, some force with the pass rush. They've, they've got an excellent uh, cornerback or safety, I should say, Kevin Byard as well. Um, I, I just think they're playing, again, with a lot of confidence. They're taking on the personality of their coach, Mike Vrabel, just a tough-as-nails kind of guy. And I like what I've seen out of Ryan Tannehill over the last few weeks. I, I just think this is about as underrated a quarterback as there is in the NFL, really. Um, if you think about since he took over the reins from Marcus Mariota in 2019, uh, you know, he had one of the better passing seasons by a quarterback in several years that year. He, he led the league in yards per attempt and quarterback rating. Um, so, you know, this is guy who could throw a good, good deep ball. He's sneaky athletic. And um, I just think he fits really well into this team. Um, you're also starting to see them mix up their running game. Uh, they have this guy, uh, Evans, De- Darrington Evans, yeah. uh, who could give um, the King Henry a break once in a while. So I like what I've seen from this team. Uh, some people might not like me having them as high as I do have them. Um, but I think what they've done over the last couple of weeks ha- has really impressed me. Well, well, then people can hate it, hate on you all you like, like, like all you want, but they dominated the Kansas City Chiefs. It's still a very, very good Chiefs team. They beat a top 10 team in the Buffalo Bills, and they are performing at a high level right now. They are just not relying on the running game like at all. I mean, heck, Ryan Tannehill threw for like 240-some yards versus the Chiefs, right? I mean, so it, like, it, it, it definitely wasn't like a one-sided game whatsoever. Uh, so... Just to review the the bottom half of the top 10 here, you have the Raiders coming at 10, Ravens at 9, the Buffalo Bills at 8, Cincinnati Bengals at 7, the Tennessee Titans coming at, at number 6, and coming in at number 5, you do have the future Super Bowl championship of the 2022 season, the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir, I said it. The Dallas Cowboys yeah. coming in at number 5. 
You know what, Buck? It could happen. Uh, Cowboys, like the Buffalo Bills, were idle this week. They were a bit of a lucky, uh, I don't want to call them lucky losers, lucky team that didn't play. A lot of the teams uh, around them lost. I should say the Ravens lost, who I think I had as high as number three last week. So they they slipped down. Cowboys ended up moving into that top five spot. Um, you know, we've seen this from from the opening game of the NFL season uh, when they almost took out the Tampa Bay Bucks. Dak Prescott, pinpoint accuracy, uh, you know, a two-headed monster at running back with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott. Uh, you know, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, the tight ends, uh, Dalton Schultz, um, kind of blanking on the other guy, but they've been pretty productive as well. And the thing that I really like about this team is the defense is really showing up. Randy Gregory, Trayvon Diggs, uh, Micah Parsons. So they've got playmakers at all three levels. Um, I, I think the sky's the limit for this team. I'm right there with you, Buck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl because they're not super experienced in the playoffs, um, but that doesn't always matter. Sometimes a team just gets hot. They don't really know enough to be nervous, and they just keep winning games. So I can definitely see that with this team. Um, also Mike McCarthy seems a lot more confident in his second season. I know he's the head coach. I don't know how much credit you give to the coach or not, but, uh, he just seems more confident in his play calling. I I know Kellen Moore is really involved in that as well. He's probably going to find himself, uh, on a NFL sideline, uh, with his own team pretty soon, I think. (laughs) But, uh, I, I like the swagger I've seen in this, in this team. Uh, That's the way the Cowboys are supposed to play with that, with that swag America's team. And they're finally back. It's good to see, even though I'm not a Cowboys guy. Yeah, I mean, like, every time the Cowboys do well, things are good in the NFL because you sell more tickets, you sell more merchandise. The NFL's on TV more because of the Dallas Cowboys name. Now, Mike McCarty is being successful because of, yes, of Kellen Moore's calling great offensive plays right here. But on the flip side, they're not throwing the ball 60-plus times in a game and running Zeke for, like, 10 times. They are they're like a 60-40 team right now, and that is – a yeah. big a, a a big factor of their success and if they can keep that moving forward they will definitely win a lot of games including being beating the Arizona Cardinals which i think are overrated but coming in at number 4 you do have the LA Rams the Rams struggled a little bit against the Lions for a part for the better part of the game but they yeah. are 6 and 1 on the season with the three game winning streak with they travel to Houston this week so why do you got them where you have them at number four i just think uh rams have had a really solid season um you know they obviously had the the one game that they lost but uh you know they beat the buccaneers uh that was a really weird game uh against the, the detroit lions this sunday uh lions had a couple of fake punts they had an onside kick they were trying like hell to win this game buck i thought it was going to happen halfway through the third quarter honestly yeah. you know lions are 0 seven but they play hard um a lot of people have been critical of Dan Campbell and I get it. He hasn't won a game yet with the lions. And, and he had that really weird press conference about eating people's kneecaps and, and, and biting their, <laughs> their, I forget what he said, but it was really weird. Yeah. Uh, former NFL tight end. Uh, he actually had a stint as an intern head coach with the Miami dolphins. 
anyways, Detroit Lions will win a game at some point this season, and they haven't given up on him. And you, you kind of love to see that if you're a fan of this team. Um, they're a team that in the region I'm in, their games are often on Fox uh, in the in the region I'm in. So I actually will watch quite a few tro- Detroit Lions uh, football games, which is kind of brutal. But um, they're they're trying hard for their for their coach. Jared Goff is just getting hung out to dry out there. It kind of reminds me, uh, so I don't want to spend too much time on this, but his first year, I think, at Cal, they were like 1-11. in 11. They, they sucked. Um, they ended up getting it together in his, his next couple of years. But um, I think he's tougher than people give it, him credit for. He kind of has this blonde beach uh, California surfer dude kind of image. But right. I, I think he's, he's, he's tougher than people give him credit for. He, he's not Matt Stafford. You know, Rams won that trade, but Lions will win a game eventually. You, you book it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, they will at least win two to three games this season. Okay, like we were talking with like Luke G last night on his weekly Tuesday segment here. He is a Detroit Lions guy, and like he's like, well, if they would have done this, this, and this, they could be five and two or some of that. And then I'm like, <laughs> well, if I would have picked fifty two instead of forty two, like on my lot, lot, lottery ticket, I wouldn't <laughs> be doing the doing the man hour, right? But no, yeah, right. but. Uh, I'm totally kidding. Uh, But coming in at number three, we do have the Green Bay Packers, which they do play Thursday night night here versus the Arizona Cardinals. First things first, who do you got winning that game on Thursday? Uh, I I got the Cardinals. I'm sorry. But (laughs) I I just think the Packers are a little too shorthanded. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a really good game. Is, is this the best Thursday night game like ever? Hands down, <laughs> hands down. Well, right? well, 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 hang, hang on on paper on hindsight is the best game ever. Yeah, but yeah. with that being said, yes, it is. It is. It's, it is better than the uh, Houston Jaguar London game, right? Or whatever it was. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That just seemed like a big F you to to oh, the yeah. to the country of Lud. Oh, here you go. Jaguars and, and Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was. Dolphins and Falcons. Oh. oh yeah. They got some terrible games across the pond there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, mates. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still think the Packers are, are you know, they're having a strong season. I just think they're up against it right now with some of the injuries they have on both sides of the ball. The, the Smith brothers, uh, Zadarius and Preston, RL J.R. Alexander. I, I'm more concerned about the injuries on the defensive side, actually. Obviously, Devontae Adams, uh, you know, he very well could be the best receiver in football. I, I, I threw out Jamar Chase, but it's it's probably it's probably Devontae Adams. Uh, him being out, he's just got that great chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. I still think they'll have some success uh, moving the football. Uh, I just, I, I think they're going to have a tough time punching it in at some of the key times. Because who's who's he going to be throwing it to? Equinemius Saint Brown. Oh, he's on. Is he still on the team? I, I don't even know who their other receivers are. He's on COVID too. They they have a they have a okay. sixty seven year old Randall Cobb. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cobb. Right. Okay. And, and then yeah, they got some practice squad. Yeah. So. I am okay. trying to lay out the excuses for the Green Bay Packers now. They're bringing up some practice squad receivers to fill those spots. So, uh, okay, they so Aaron Rodgers will have an out like Lamar Jackson does. No, I'm, t- I'm totally kidding. But Packers, <laughs> but Packers are at are at three, and then coming in at number yeah. at number two, you do have the former Super Bowl champions themselves, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, they're not the best team in the in the NFL. 
I mean, you could definitely make that case. They've just been, you know, steamrolling teams lately. Chicago Bears was their most recent victim. It almost seems like the Bears weren't even in that game yeah. ever. Uh, it was just all about Tom Brady and his, you know, 600 touchdown passes. <laughs> right. And the, that kid who got the glove and the the tears and the, the football, that was a nice moment. Yeah. And it showed Tom Brady in kind of an, a lighter um, mode. He's also known as this fierce competitor and, and guy who kind of – stomps on guys throats and stuff like that um i'm not saying he's not that but <laughs> it was kind of cool to, for him to have that moment with with the child who you know survived so much so so that was kind of cool uh this team's firing in all cylinders they're still not 100 percent healthy um I, I definitely could have had them in that that top spot but i just think the cardinals being seven and oh i uh, well Spoiler maybe, alert. Maybe, uh, maybe they're top. Who knows? Uh, it'd be kind of crazy if I didn't have them in right. my top 10. Uh, but but I'll let you uh, kind of segue into that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously you have to have the undefeated team at the number one spot, even though they're the most overrated team in the NFL. No, yeah, they are. The The Arizona Cardinals do come in at number one. Yeah. They are 7-0. They are clicking on all cylinders. But J.J. Watt will be out on Thursday. Do you think this will hinder their game at all on Thursday, including the power ranking status for it coming up in week nine? Yeah, uh, not necessarily, because I've from the games I've seen the Cardinals play, it's it's JJ is making he's wreaking havoc, but it's also uh, Golden. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm uh, Marcus Golden. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Golden Tate. I'm like, wait a second, he's a he's a receiver. <laughs> uh, Chandler Jones, and and they've got a couple other guys coming off the edge there that are really uh, making some plays for this team. Um, you know, they've also got Buda Baker in, in the secondary there uh, and Isaiah Simmons uh, kind of in the, in the middle. So I, I think they've got some good guys uh, throughout the defense. Um, obviously you're a better team when JJ Watt is suiting up, uh, but I think they'll be able to supplement that with some of the other guys they have in that rotation. Uh, and I think, I think it's Bill Parcells who said, "You are what your record says you are." Yeah, uh, and and seven and zero, seven and zero is is a very impressive start. They have a chance to go eight and zero, which used to be the kind of halfway point. We're in this weird seventeen game season, which I'm still kind of getting used to. I hate it. Um, yeah, I read this kind of cool article, a uh, Sports Illustrated article, about saying it was an ode to the five hundred season. How they never really get celebrated. We just remember the great teams and and the the terrible teams. Right. But there's been some really kind of fun 500 teams, and now it's not a thing unless you go eight, eight, and one, which might never happen. Well, it might happen one day, but uh, <laughs> give it to the Browns rare. and they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's always there's always a few ties here and there. Well, not always, but there's a few ties sometimes, and and it's always people hate them. So they seem to be happening more lately. So let yeah. me ask you that. Let me ask you that question because you're a baseball guy and you're a hockey guy. Obviously, yeah. there are no ties in those sports. Why in the hell is there a tie in the NFL? And how would you fix this rule? Like like like, do you want to like do do, do like a college overtime or how would you fix your time rule? So I, I'm going to throw it back to you. Um, I didn't watch any of this. I haven't been watching a lot of college football at, at all this season, but I saw Illinois beat Penn State 20 to 18 on Saturday in a game that was like nine overtimes. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so Longest game uh, ever, I th like I, I do believe. That's insane. I, I think um, if it's some kind of hybrid between college and, and the Canadian Football League where you have a team start at, say, the 30-yard line uh, and they – they have the the ball and they try to score a touchdown. Yep. And I think making them go for two 
I may say after the second touchdown uh, is, is a good thing. That way both teams get to possess the ball. There's no oh touchdown and the game's over. I mean, the walk-off touchdowns are kind of exciting and, and they're cool and all, but um, I, I think that would be a better solution and it might avoid uh, more of these ties that, you know, no one likes. Yeah, uh, if if the one possession thing wasn't a rule, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs might be back to back Super Bowl champions uh, right now. But we yeah. digress on that. So, like the college overtime rule is just like the CFL overtime rule. So i I would just like to see the the NFL adapt it. Yes, do I'm telling you guys do do away with the ten minute quarter. Put the ball on the 25. You got four four plays to score, and it's a head-to-head fight to the death. 15 overtimes, I would love it. I would love it better than 10-minute overtime any day of the week. NFL overtime sucks. Ties suck. The NFL pro game is the only sport ever that ends in a freaking tie. Absolutely stupid. Are you lost for words there, Graham? Uh, um, well, I, 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 I missed a lot of uh, the second kind of part of what you said there, but I, I'm just going to kind of pick it up. I, I, I definitely do think uh, that needs a bit of tweaking. And one thing we know about the NFL is they're willing to change some of their rules. They're not like baseball where, where they just, should we change this rule? <laughs> no, nah. we won't. Uh, <laughs> Basketball is pretty, pretty uh, flexible, it seems like. Hockey, a little bit, but I, I find football is the most progressive sport when it comes to, should we change a rule? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you know, they have the competition committee and all that, and they have to vote on things still. But um, I, I think uh, some kind of pivot in that direction uh, w- would be good for the for the game, good for the league. Obviously, we don't want guys playing uh, games that are crazy long. It's going to break down their bodies, which I think the 17-game season, that's the main issue I had with it is because – if you if you talk about player safety and then you're having them play another uh, you know say 80 snaps in a season do you really care about player safety or or do you just care about money they care about the Johnny Manziel money money dollar dollar bill yeah. Joe we actually did a we actually did a stat last year by adding this one extra game the NFL made 527 million dollars more off of TV deals, merchandise, wow. tickets, etc., by just adding that one game. So take that's, that into that's perspective. Crazy. So it would yeah, not surprise no me if it's twenty, if it's a twenty-game season by twenty twenty-eight. Let's just be honest. Twenty. Well, I definitely yeah. think we're headed towards an eighteen game. I think the yeah. the way it is now, it's it's going to be set in stone for about ten years or something. The way the CBA works, but I definitely think the owners aren't going to stop on this thing. And the thing is, the majority of the NFL players aren't. Aaron Rodgers aren't Patrick Mahomes who are making, you know, say $30 million a year. Yep. They're the guys who are making say two to $5 million a year. So they Only. actually really, darn it. sorry. I, you know what I mean? They're making <laughs> I, the I'm league minimum playing, playing, or, or they're making say up to $5 million. So they really need that money and they don't, they don't want a labor stoppage. They don't want any, they don't want any bullshit. So they're just going to vote yes on it and, and, and hope it passes. I think it was like a 51% margin or something that it passed by. Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely think the owners are going to come knocking again for, for an 18 game season. I don't know if we'll get up to 20, but it wouldn't surprise me. Well, 18 games would make sense because right now half the teams have more home games than the other half. And then like, do you flip that like the next year link there? I feel like there's always going to be like a couple teams lagging by the extra game, by the extra 
<laughs> revenue and like all that stuff. But nonetheless, guys, 17 game season is right now. That is the NFL power rankings for us for week eight moving forward. Graham, as always, thank you for joining us. Tell the people where they can find your articles that you write about the Blue Jays. Yeah, so uh, bellyupsports.com, uh, most of my stuff will be under the MLB tab uh, if it's not on the front page there. Uh, also look out for my stuff on Jay's Journal. I've got uh, Blue Jays all-time 25-man roster. I did the first uh, the first part uh, with the rotation. I'm coming out with the lineup now. Uh, I'm going to do uh, bullpen, bench, and all that. So really excited about that. And the offseason is going to be rolling along as soon as we know it. Uh, so I'm going to be having coverage throughout the offseason uh, for that as well. And uh, I'm, I'm here every Wednesday. So uh, yep. get at me on Twitter, at Bus Wallace, Instagram, same thing, lowercase. Uh, holla at your boy. Yeah, so uh, just to toot your own horn hit a little bit here, people are saying that this baseball guy knows his stuff. So, and then cool power rankings and... Thank you. I have sub. I have sub subscribed, and I really love your stuff. So, getting some positive feedback there, man. Definitely appreciate. That's great. It. That's great to hear, Buck. And uh, just want to say it's been it's been really great uh, being on the power rankings with you. Uh, when when Wyatt and Combs or or Tori show up as well, that's that's cool too. It's good to chop it up with those guys <laughs> too. So this has been re- something really fun for me to jump on when baseball is kind of winding down. So uh, thank you. Well, let's just be honest. I am the best host here on the Man Hour, so it is what it is. All right, guys, we yeah. are up against that time <laughs> of night. Guys, thank you for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow here on the Man Hour, same time, same place. Head over to manhourradio.com. Check out the merchandise page. Pick you guys up, up, up some merch. Drop a like. Hit the share button. And be sure to hit that bell icon when you subscribe to us on youtube.com forward slash man hour as we do upload clips three hours a day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year.